Dave McQuain. I'm Ryan O'Connor from Big Game the Kids Table. So, uh, you know, I hope I don't tread too much ground of uh, the last interview you guys had just oh, did, no. but uh, uh, the, the last album you guys did was uh, Stop and Stroll, yeah. uh, which was a double album, so a little bit different for you guys. Uh, can you talk a little bit about the, the making of that album? Well, I, I think what's, what's interesting about us is, um, you know, I always say there's people who want to be in bands and there's musicians. Like, people who want to be in bands might write that perfect 10-song record because it's really good for the industry. Or, 12 song at the max and you know really be strategic about it and that's great because they have a purpose and that's they want to be in a band and get really big musicians uh, they don't have that luxury it's like we're we're infected with this terrible thing called music and we can't let songs you know not see the light of day and we all are songwriters so we can't bring ourselves to just choose 10 songs right we're working on it <laughs> but but you know like you know how it goes with something like 20 songs and and yeah so this one was two records uh, and we have so many different styles that whenever anybody presents a song to the band we want to do it for them you know what i mean so it just came to be that we used all the ideas yeah. Now, what what it, what inspires you to write a song? Um, <laughs> I think um, I mean us as a group. I think we work really well together. Um, you know, we've kind of figured out how we're going to write songs. Um, you know, whether it's just you know touring and stuff, you kind of everybody's in the van or whatever. People are playing music. People are kind of showing each other new things or different things that they're listening to. So. It kind of that definitely gets us all talking, um, and just we're really I think we're really good at getting on the same page as far as what we want to. Once we do decide, yeah, which genre we want to do, yeah, um, you know, we're we're pretty good at, at dialing that in. Um, yeah, so you know, I think the uh, the idea of the album coming up and everybody's going to write songs is pretty exciting. So yeah, I think that kind of inspires us to to get the creative juices flowing as they say and, and sometimes like as you see like years go by and different trends and different styles become more popular than ones that used to be popular I sometimes fill in the gaps I'm sometimes inspired to write a song that I feel like that bass isn't being covered anymore mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean like a punk starts becoming really popular I'm not drawn to write a punk song I'm drawn to write a thrash song because I don't even know if the youth knows the difference you know what I mean? At right. this point, sure. Or like you know, with all those ska songs we've been playing, you know, there wasn't any ska bands that we, we liked. Yeah, ska a lot. So we wrote all these ska songs to make sure the genre was still afloat. So sometimes I'll 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 be inspired to write a song because I don't see it on the playing field and I get worried for the poor genre. I'm like wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think it's important to keep ska and that's those types of styles alive? Yeah. Well, I mean, now that the interrupters are here and you know it, there's a lot more new new popular bands, you know it's it like I'm saying it's less important to me to make sure to write just those songs. Cause, sure. Because they're covering the base. Um, so yeah, I, I find whenever a genre is sinking, we try to reinflate it. Now, uh, you guys are from Boston. Yeah. Uh, what is the music scene like there uh, today, as opposed to maybe when you first started? Has it, has it changed? Has it evolved? Do you guys still fit in there somewhere? Or how, well, the, how does that the work drop kick, 
Celtic thing, obviously. That yeah, that probably bolstered everything. Line, yeah, right. Uh, but with basic Boston hardcore, and when I mean hardcore, I mean like the Bostons or the Mighty Mighty Bostons are included in that Boston hardcore, even though they're Scotland. I would say it's still a lot the same, you know. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, there's a lot of like venues closing and stuff like that. Um, you know, when we first started, and even before that, like as as kids going to shows, there was a lot of opportunities to go see great shows. Um, and new bands starting up, um, you know, whether it's like matinee shows, all, all ages shows, they're kind of getting a little difficult to put on in Boston um, for whatever reason. Uh, but yeah, I guess it's it's still the same. You don't you don't have like the tiny club, yeah, like the all ages all things. The punks go or yeah, like right. all the whatevers go. Um, they don't they don't have that anymore. But uh, yeah, I think there's still like. Young people still inspired by what's going on in Boston before to start new bands and stuff like that. And I think what happens is the reason why Boston and, and oftentimes New York and Chicago um, has have a certain sound is I really do believe it's because our winters are so tough and long, and you know you have to do a lot of shoveling and there's a lot of oh man life God I keep trying and I keep having to you know like when can I get a break you know right. there's a lot of that in those those states sorry those cities. Um, so I, I make a joke sometimes that sometimes I'll try and write like a really nice Tim Armstrong, isn't everything going well, isn't everything like cool and happy and sunny Scott song, and by the end it always has like piss, nails, complaining, <laughs> and, you know, it's always, I can't, I can't put it, you know, it's like if I put the sun through my body, it would come out the moon, you know what I mean, like, yeah, like damn right. it, why can't I do it? Um, so I think, I think that the brutality of our winters keeps us writing songs with uh, a dash of angst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what what keeps you motivated to do this? Uh, you know, so many years later. I mean, you've been uh, over twenty years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, originally, um, I was going to high school. I think I was like sixteen years old. And I had a cassette of Operation Ivy's Energy, and. Like I said, I was just so bummed out that I had to go to, I was in high school, and it was so early in the morning, and it was snowing, and I was just like, what is this world? And like, I hate this, you know? <laughs> and I would put I put Operation Ivy in, and they put me in a good mood like a light switch. And I appreciated that so much that I said, oh, when I grow up, I want to be able to do that for other people. And that's what people say sometimes our music can do for them, and so that's, you know, that's why I do it. That's why I do it. You did it because of the checks. Well, uh, yeah, I was always yeah chicks. They were, yeah, I was always inspired as a kid growing up. Like all the videos on TV and stuff like that really gets you psyched to be a band. Like, what is this? Yeah, what are they doing? Do this? Um, but yeah, I mean, I was always see, kind of like what I was getting at before with the Boston scene. When we were growing up, it was we benefited from a great thing that we had. You know, you could go to like I said, all these shows, matinees, blah, 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 um, like every weekend. And you can see some great stuff. The Boston's were there for us. You know, they, right. you can be 14 or 15. Yeah. yeah. You know? Once I heard the Boston's in like seventh grade as a saxophone player, I was like, oh, great. I don't have to be a jazz guy or a classical guy. I can do what I want to do. Like this horns in this band. That was huge. Yeah. That, that was so huge. Um, so I, I think we were we were pretty lucky growing up in in Boston at that time. Um, 
you know, everything you need to get inspired to be a, you know, in a rock band or a punk band or whatever. Um, and just play live music. Uh, so, yeah. What have been some of your favorite Warped Tour experiences over the years? Because you guys have done this so many times. I'm sure you probably have a million stories and things well, like that. The, the Little Bitch videos was really funny. <laughs> we shot one once and we showed it to one of the guys from MXPX. And then from then, there on, everybody had Warped that he wanted us to shoot another one. So we did it at the okay. barbecue that was after the Warped Tour. Right. And after people saw what we were doing, it was like this good, clean, kind of like punky fun. So we had to do like 32, 32 little bitch videos later. You know what I mean? So that's always been really funny that people are drawn to want to do that video with us. Yeah. But other than that, I think when, excuse me, Tim Armstrong introduced me to Lars Fredrickson, mm. and it was just a surreal, silly experience sure. for Tim to be like, hey Dave, you know, in front of everybody at catering, you know, like high school catering, you know, I want to introduce you to Lars. And I'm like, hi, I know who you are. <laughs> so that was funny. Yeah. Um, I think what's great is after, after Warp Tour, when all the bands hang out and everybody's just kind of relaxing, kicking back. Um, you know, you see out by like the buses and RVs and stuff, everybody's kind of set up outside. So it's a very communal atmosphere. You, 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 know, you can pretty much walk up to anybody, any group and kind of mm -hmm. say, hey, totally. you know, ask them for a beer or something or like, you know, it's just very, very cool, um, non-judgmental kind of atmosphere. Um, you know, there's no like genre fighting yeah. or anything like that, you know? Right. It's just just a, a ton of people in bands or, you know, production or just everybody's just hanging out. And, and that's what I, you know, I always want uh, concert goers to know. You know, you know, Americans really take the style of music that represents them very seriously. I only like this. But if they could just see backstage, everyone hangs out. Like, Bring Me the Horizons hanging out with Guar, who's hanging out. These bands aren't all on tour right now, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and so if some concert goers could look through a crystal ball and see us all laughing and having a good time together, they might be like, no, I thought that wasn't allowed. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's funny the bands can't, can get along, but the yeah, fans it's like, are still. It's like that old uh, song that everybody sings, like, what was that old? Uh, we are the world, we are the children. <laughs> Has this year been different uh, than any previous years, do you That's think? I always think that it's, everyone always brings up how much it could be different, you know? And the only thing I'll say is, you know, at the barbecues, they used to play reggae, and now they don't play reggae. Like, it's, it's like, <laughs> it's not, it's so much, there are so many things that are wonderfully the same that, you know, I, I guess some things are different. You know, a lot more people work out, you know, you know, pump weights in the, in, the, in the parking lot than people used to. You know, I don't, I don't know, maybe P90S really got to people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, the overall thing has stayed the same. Yeah. The only thing really that's changed is who are the popular bands that some Yeah. Mm. You know, so that gets adjusted. But the vibe is the same, the uh, hard work. Yeah. Um, yeah. It seems very, I mean, we, we hadn't done it in a few years, but we've done it quite a bit. And we kind of showed up uh, a few days ago in the middle of the tour, us just starting. And we just kind of pulled in, parked, opened the doors, and it was like, oh, yeah. same old stuff. Well, I'll yeah. say one thing that's better is the quality of tubs for your merch. Mm -hmm. yeah, finally, strong. <laughs> finally stronger. 
It took about 10 years. Lids. Yeah. Those sturdy lids. They finally they put more that. plastic in their lids. So Rubbermaid is doing their job. Yeah. yeah. It took them a little while. <laughs> and the different vehicles. Um, finally, the Sprinter has made it to the US, like, properly. And the bandwagons, those are really nice. So, you know, people aren't just doing things in a van. You know, tour bus or a van. Now there's stuff in the middle. Right. That's really helpful. Like, wonderfully helpful. You know? Well, uh, let, let me. I know you guys got to get going. Sure, sure. Uh, what's uh, What's next for you guys after After Warp Tour is over and everything? You gonna be uh, uh, working on anything new, uh, music wise, or anything like that? Yeah, we go to we go to Europe real quick for a few weeks right after this, um, and then we have the fall and we the fall kind of plan. Our next move, our next move is going to be recording, taking the songs we have, kind of trimming them down, figuring out all that stuff. Sure. Um, so I think that'll, that'll eat up a lot of the fall, and then sometime in the winter, uh, maybe like January, February, February, March or something, we'll lock ourselves away and right get, to, yeah, get to recording, and that thing's going to be great. It's always, you're the touring or writing or recording, you know, so. Sure. Yeah, yeah. there's always something we going on. we got to do the next, the next thing. And like, if, if we're not touring or recording, we're like... I don't know, like just organizing merch. Like we're always like at least organize the weaponry before war. You know what I mean? Like make sure everything's ready. You know, like we're always yeah. kind of we're we're you know we're desperately addicted to playing music. So, so even if we're just putting up posters or things in the, in the rehearsal room, we're just living it every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate nice your time. Again. Thanks, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it.